0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talkin' B.S. My name is Van Santos, and as always, I'm joined by my old pal, Corey Bell. I'm actually recording this intro in the last few hours of 2020, and man, it's been an absolutely crazy year full of twists and turns that no one could have imagined. Corey and I discussed our 2020 experience, as well as our outlook on 2021. You are now listening to episode 11, titled 2020 in Review this is talking BS.
1: go here we go end of the notorious i guess it's notorious what do you think it should be notorious or infamous 2020 i ain't got no i got no clue listen I, it'll it'll go down in history that's that's all 20,
0: I 20 2020 in review so that's that's where we're at right now and uh before we even get into 2020 i want to just think about what i was thinking about going into 2020 Like, what was my mindset? You know what I'm saying? Like right now we're about to go into a new year. And I remember it was very clever because everybody was doing it. But end of 2019, right? 2020 vision. It's going to be clear. Uh, We're doing things that are good for us. We're taking steps forward. I've got a lot of things I'm looking forward to. And then 2020 shows up and it could not be more blurry.
1: I don't know of a worse year. At least in our 30, 31 years of existence, you know, you have to go through some tribulations to to build character. I don't know if I wanted to endure this much. <laughs> All right? I really don't know if I wanted to. And I'm one of the ones that didn't, you know, everything. I'm lucky, right? Like, it didn't affect me as much as it affected a lot of other people. Uh, but, yeah, 2020, man, I, I agree with you. I think uh, the the end of 2019 came into this year like, hey, let's go, baby, let's go, and nobody went anywhere. You went home. That's where you went. That's that's about that's about it. So 2020 in review, and then going to look at some New Year's funness and uh, and have a little bit more fun with this episode. But let's let's just get the big one out of the way. Obviously, 2020 is going down in the history books. It will be studied. It will be remembered, and everybody will know and talk about. COVID nineteen. Uh at least at least acknowledge it, right? To a to a degree of it influenced everything for this year. You know, we found out about it in January. We really didn't see much of it until March, right? And then it kind of took off from there. So so COVID
0: nineteen pulled the biggest Miley Cyrus ever and just came in like a wrecking ball.
1: That was it. Who, I wanted, to, I wanted to sing a snippet, and I was like, the last time I said something stupid, you put it at the very beginning of the I, intro.
0: I did. You did, the, you did the Arnold voice, and it was great.
1: So,
0: um, COVID-19 really defined the year in so many ways. And yes, I, as hard as it was, I would still say I got lucky as well. You know, didn't get super uncomfortable. Got pretty uncomfortable, but didn't have to get super, super uncomfortable.
1: I do want to mention one thing before we go into it, because I I think you have a lot better the story of the two of us dealing with direct with with COVID. But for those of you who don't know, COVID-19, the reason it's 19 is because it was discovered in 2019, not because there were 18 other strands or anything else like that. Just I just want to clarify that because it's been one of those little pet peeve things that has annoyed me since the onset of all this crap is people being like, well, there's 18 other ones. Obviously, it's not that. Okay, well, I think we all know it's bad now, but just, just, just sorry, had to had to clear that clear my chest of that real quick. Let's but dive I, back into it. Are
0: Are you a doctor? I read some articles somewhere that said that's not the not that's not the truth.
1: <laughs> Listen, I may not be a doctor, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last
0: night. Hey, week. there it is. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it, it's we're gonna. I'm not even gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that alone for now. Uh, but the internet is is a crazy place to live. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I'll jump in real fast, and I'll, I'll tell my version of of uh, being experiencing COVID-19 straightforward. So uh, started 2020 off, and my life looked the way it had the last two or three years. and I was working full time at a hotel as a manager by day, and I was going to school at night. Uh, my plans were to you know graduate in May. And hopefully take the bar in July, be licensed in October, you know, get engaged in November. You know, I had some plans, right? And then COVID-19 came in like a wrecking ball and just, boom,
1: blew it up. So, um, you know, probably a poor choice of words for being in Nashville right now. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Probably a poor
0: choice of words. (laughs) that That is a good point. We had a bomb go off. Moving on, so it's been a rough year for Nashville. I'll go into that in a second too. So, to the
1: tornado, oh, like in like, oh my gosh, we
0: got a tornado. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll get into that. We'll yeah. get into that. All right, so let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk the people through uh, a seven day span of my life in April. Right, I think it was April.
1: Is that when everything went off? April? Yeah, March-ish, April, Maple. We'll we'll go with April.
0: I'm sure I could look it up, but I'll always remember it was around the SEC Men's Basketball Tournament. It's one of the busiest, busiest weekends of the year. I dreaded it. I I think it was 2018, the SEC Men's Basketball Tournament was one of the worst days of my life (laughs) just because (laughs) at this particular hotel I'm working at is right next to Bridgestone Arena, and... It's just pure chaos. It is There's not enough space to cram as many people in as they allow. And so uh, for many reasons, it's just pure chaos. So I remember we're leading up to this week, and there starts to be rumblings of there's this new novel virus out there, and it's called COVID-19, and we start hearing about it in China, and then there's a case in the United States, and then... I remember leading up to this week, there was the first case in Nashville. It was on, like, a Monday or a Sunday. And it was at one of the buildings downtown, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh. And you're thinking, like, you know, all the old, you know, virus movies you see, like Outbreak and, like, Contagion. People are like, oh, my God, I watched Contagion the other day. That's what's happening here. Oh, my God, pandemonium. Ah, they're going crazy. So people are freaking out, obviously. And, you know, we're in an industry where we're – I'm literally shaking hands with and talking face to face with like hundreds of, if not thousands of people a day. And they're coming from all over the place. So if anybody's going to get it, it's going to be us first. <laughs> like, it's just going to be all the rumblings start happening. And there's one and then there's two and then there's 10 and then there's 30 and then there's 100 toddler time.
1: There it is. Toddler time. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I-, I am traveling. I did not stay at a Holiday and Express last night. I stayed in my mom's and dad's guest room. Uh, so we're we're back in Alabama visiting for uh, New Year's and doing our Christmas in the morning with them and all that kind of fun stuff. But there are my six year old and then my niece is running around and they're loud. So if you hear those, we're going to treat those as chime time uh, for for this pod. So <laughs> instead of instead of chime time, it's toddler time. Toddler time, which so, also is a great time to take a shot because you're going to need it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so anyways, things start changing at a rapid pace right so we're leading up to this weekend sec tournament is it going to be on is it not ncaa tournament cancels on like a tuesday and sec basket men's basketball tournament is supposed to start at bridgestone arena on a wednesday i believe and then the first few teams roll in finals are on sunday so we get to like tuesday ncaa cancels wednesday uh, tuesday night they're like hey we're still playing sec is still playing so Wednesday teams show up and they play and then Wednesday night there's rumblings are we going to cancel whatever Thursday morning it's off we're done we're canceling. So I've got as a manager I've got like 15 people scheduled like every day for the next 4 days. They're, they're the guys are expecting to make, you know, $1,000 in tips and all this stuff. There's a lot of people riding on this big weekend. You know, the hotel I'm working at is planning on being sold out to capacity. $600 a night, $800 a night. There's a lot of money on this weekend. And day by day, as that week goes on, it's like cancellations, 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 cancellations. I've got to cut shifts. I've got to cut people. Every single day, something else just drastic happened. And, and and I'm thinking along the way, like, all right, we're just going to weather the storm. We'll cut the shifts. It'll be fine. It'll we'll like We'll dip a little bit, but we'll be good. And then it's like, come in Thursday, hey, you got to cut shifts. Come in Friday, hey, you got to cut shifts and we need you to go out there and work because we need to cut payroll. And then come Saturday, it's like um, we're, we're in trouble and the hotel is at 2% occupancy and uh, we're going to need to start laying people off. And then by like Monday, it's like, all right, full contingency plan, we're cutting the entire staff except for six people. And uh, I remember, I think it was that Sunday night, I sat down with Kimberly, we had two bottles of wine and I called 50 people in in like a six, six to eight hour span. And I laid off 50 people. And I remember telling them in that conversation, like, Hey, you know, this sucks. But to be honest, I don't think my job's safe either. And I was like, I guarantee you that after I do this come next Wednesday or Thursday, I'm going to be gone too. And so I made all the phone calls. And then sure enough, I show up Friday morning to work my shift out there as a, just a regular employee. And I got greeted by my two bosses and I didn't even like, they didn't have to say anything. I was just like, I get it. It's cool. We're here. So we're going from a, a business that quite literally just prints money. I mean, you could, you could, they charge thousand dollars a night. You know what I'm saying? We could charge whatever we wanted to for parking and all kinds of other services, like $50 breakfasts, like People would just show up because it was the, the spot to be printing money. And we'd go from that to a graveyard. I mean, absolutely no one around empty rooms, people. I mean, our property alone, I would say there was probably 350 people laid off. Maybe just, just that one property. And who knows about how many millions and millions of dollars, how, how many millions and millions of dollars got laid off or got, got lost you know, due, due to, re- you know, lost revenue and everything. And that was just like in a week's time span. Now you expand that by like six months or nine months, I guess is where we're at now. But it was insane to watch an industry disappear in seven days and not just, not just any industry, like the hospitality travel industry
1: just come to a screeching halt in seven days. I remember when you were going through all that and like you called me, it was every like two days. And you're, I, I, cause I was just astonished by the stats you were telling me. You were like, yeah, man. know, yeah, We dropped down. We're at, you know, usually we're running 95 to 98% occupancy right now. We're down probably about 60% two days later. Yeah, we're down. It's, it's bad, dude. We're down probably 20%. The next day, yeah, we're under five. Yeah. Yeah. We're down to like, no, nobody's here. I, I, the, the craziest one to me, I think was like, it was like the second or third time you called me. You're like, I'm just going to be honest with you. It costs us more money right now to pay for the plumbing than the revenue that we're bringing in because no one's here.
0: That that was the craziest. The, they were like, it it costs more to keep the water running and the lights on than it does to, you know, to keep people in, in the hotel. It was wild.
1: It's so crazy. So I think it was March. I, th- I think, I think March is right. Cause March madness, right. would have been in the beginning of March for the SEC tournament. Yep. Um, so there is a uh, the S and P 500, the you know for some of the stocks and, and whatnot lost. I think it was over 330, I want to say 332 billion dollars, if, if if I remember the stats right, just went away in a month. From uh, they they said they were the beach uh, stocks. It was booking, uh, entertainment and live events, airlines, cruises and casinos, and then hotels and resorts. So like those those like you know five things. Uh, in, in one month, lost three hundred and thirty-two billion in revenues, which is insane—like just pure insanity to me. That much money and that much of the GDP just gone in a month. In a month, wild. I mean, nice. it it, def, oof, it it forced us to change everything.
0: Thinking about. The negatives still. Let's remain on the negatives. We're going to we're going to do the positive spin in a second. That was tough. Um, laying people off, people not having jobs, people not knowing what's coming next, having to pay rent, you know, everything like that. You know, luckily unemployment kicked in. I think for most of the people that I had to lay off, so you know, our team was taken care of enough to kind of get by, including myself. Um, But other people were not so lucky, you know, other people were not prepared. You know, not a lot of people live with a big cushy savings account that they can fall back on. That's a sad truth, but it is a truth. And, uh, you know, it got bad for a lot of people. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people are still trying to find jobs. So um, it's a really, really tough, tough thing. Do you have any other negatives that you'd like to to talk about before we move into maybe the silver linings
1: yeah um so just to give you another stat on this talking about unemployment how many how many people do you think lost jobs give me a guess or if you happen to know it that's even better how many people lost filed unemployment for the first time ever
0: so what do we got 300 million in america something like that Mm -hmm. i mean what was it 50 50 million?
1: so 30 million? Brand, brand new brand new first time filers 22 million
0: 22 million that's a lot
1: 20, 22 million that's almost you know, 10 percent yeah I mean if you if you count the people that were already on it beforehand and, and, and you know everything else yeah you're we're over 10 percent uh, but it, it's so don't so crazy don't uh, so this is lawyer
0: lawyer brain I went through the unemployment process and hard my well it sucked <laughs> it was It was not easy to get through that. I know we talked about voter you know registration and stuff very similar thing. It took a lot of time, and the online systems were were not equipped to handle the volume that they got so if I had to guess, there was probably another twenty million out there that just couldn't get through the process because it was a pain in the ass.
1: You are a hundred percent correct. And that is another one that I would love to do a full pod on. Is just like the welfare state, and, and go through some of the different programs and talk about it and and, and everything else. Because I think that that is a uh, that is a, a lengthy topic that I could talk about for quite a while. But uh, just just in terms of this, I mean, you think about you know basically thirty million people going on unemployment. Uh, you know, people twenty million more who maybe couldn't even get to it. Uh, you look at some of the the CARES Act and the packages that came out of that. And, you know, some people getting a stimulus check, some people still not getting a stimulus check. Some people, yeah, like it's it's just, it's wild. Um, so we can glad, you know, with, with the new rounds that just got approved and coming out, I think that'd be a fun topic to uh, hit on early one uh, to talk through. So we can do that, but it it's been, it's been rough and to kind of, you know, I I want us to pivot away from COVID though. I mean, I think, I think we've, we've established it, you know, it's, it's shown up in our lives and it's, it's going to direct a lot of the remainder of the conversation. Uh, But just to try to get away from it, because I think we could stay on this for forever. If you want to talk about negatives of 2020 and things that just hurt, I don't know if everybody remembers this, but it was 2020. It feels like eight years ago. And I pick eight very specifically in January is when Kobe and his daughter and those 13 people went down to the airplane. That was January 26th. It was the day before my birthday. I, it's one of those things I'll never forget. I, I was working from home that day because I was going to take like the next day off because it was my birthday. I was just kind of trying to relax. And, and I think it was you, Van. You called me. And you're like, hey, man, have you seen this? I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, Have you seen Kobe? TMZ just reported this like a minute ago. I was like, what are you, doing? shut up. That sounds funny. Like, because Kobe, to me, you know, growing up basketball was one of my, that was my thing, right? I mean, that was, that was my thing. And, and Kobe Bryant was the pinnacle. So, I mean, everybody's grabbed that piece of paper, balled it up, Kobe. gave it a little fade away, throwing it into the trash can, yelled Kobe. Everybody has done that, you know, whether it's, whether it's with a, you know, a, a balled up piece of paper, whether it's playing beer pong, right? I mean, like, you just enjoyed it. You loved it. Everyone has done it. That man has made an impact, and not only on the basketball court, but you know, the dude won an Oscar, right? I mean, he did a lot of a lot of. He was a great storyteller, and the uh, the whole girl dad movement, like especially for you know, I have a son, my brother has a his only child right now is a daughter, and you know, to, to be a girl dad, and, and that hashtag is still trending today. I mean, you know, that it, it, it's a lasting impact, and it's something that you know not only from a basketball perspective but from a life perspective you know that one that one hurt that one got me uh and there's, yeah, there's that, been a we, lot of we've that lost a lot of people I really think there's um, been a lot
0: it seemed like 2020 was just taking everybody uh most notably kobe was probably the biggest one cuz it was just so shocking and soon and he was just really starting that second half of his life where he was a philanthropist and You know, he had his academy and he had all the stuff that he was doing as far as charity. And, you know, he was kind of like the dad to all the new NBA stars, you know, but super sad story. Um, And then we had Sean Connery and Alex Trebek. Um, What seemed like back to back now, you know, Trebek had been sick for a while. So, you know, I don't think that was super shocking. And Sean Connery was pretty old, but it's just it's it's not funny, but it's funny that they were famous together in the SNL skits where they did suck it trebek i mean it's just suck funny it, that they went back and forth will Farrell and i forget the guy that played him on there um, but it's just oh it's just crazy uh, and then one for me that was kind of weird that wasn't really a loss or a, or a death per se it kind of was but it was the 20th anniversary of lincoln park's hybrid theory which for me is probably one of my favorite albums of all time one of the most influential in my life as far as like rock music and production and just style and sound. And so uh, my parents got me the, like the big box set for my birthday, uh, which was just super special and cool to see. It, it definitely dredged up the thoughts of Chester passing away, which has been what, six years now or something, but, or five. But uh, anyways, it was a, it was a tough year. It was a tough year. Lost a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got—I told the story, you know, when we we're talking like our very first real pod yep. about masculinity and the last time I cried, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? I mean, that happened this year. You look at John Lewis, you—I mean, there's a lot of pioneers from a political perspective uh, that that passed that that really got me, uh, you know, just from being who I am and what I'm interested in the politics side of things. So, and, and, you know. Obviously, chattered but was, you got a, a, not a million people, but a lot of people who did pass away, and not not to mention the nearly at this right. point was it three hundred and thirty thousand from from COVID, right? So, I mean,
0: so it's, not only not only it's, it's did wild, have, you know, deaths, um, which are extremely heavy and way worse than this. But we also had missed moments too, which those those hurt on a different level, you know, people, I was lucky, I guess I I wasn't, but, you know, you got to think about like seniors missing graduation. I'm, I'm, we didn't have a graduation for my law for, for graduating law school, which was kind of a big deal, not a big, you know, whatever. Um, but, but, but not even that, but like, (laughs) you know, weddings got (laughs) delayed and, you know, even the people that passed away, you couldn't have funerals. I mean, could you imagine not saying goodbye to your loved ones? I mean, that's, whoo yeah. yikes i mean there were just a lot of big moments that um that we we missed out on um you know seasons and sports you got to think about you know all concerts
1: yeah concerts i'll do ML, mlb pushing yeah. the nba bubble um, like i'm gonna hit on one thing that okay. was sad probably only for me but happy for everyone else to kind of transition us into this more positive all right you ready So to one thing that was negative for me, but probably positive for the entire world, and then get us into a more positive track here. Because, listen, yeah, 2020, but luckily it's in our past now. So the 2020 election cycle and all the political just gems in my mind are at an end now. And that's super sad to me. I'm sure it's happy to everybody else. And in all honesty, I'm pretty happy that it's over, too. Because that kind of got ridiculous uh, for quite a while. But it's over. The 2020 election is over. Thank goodness. Uh, we can could, we could all finally start to move on and get into a little bit more of a, of a positive light of maybe future things to come and, and people not just trying to yeah. be divisive. And, yeah. Know.
0: Let's go into the silver lining because wh- I think we're going to talk about things that we will and won't miss in 2020 but for but to build to build off the covid stuff <laughs> and into the silver linings i I found that the effects of of quarantine and all that uh, all the life changes it brought about a couple positives and a couple negatives, obviously there was some isolation. I was very lucky that I was isolated with someone that I love, <laughs> and uh you know that wasn't bad. We watched a lot of shows we you know, got to spend a lot more time together. I went from never seeing her because I was working full time and going to school at night to being around all the time. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was super nice to kind of uh, date again.
1: <laughs> and she and she stuck Shocked, with you, right? which is pretty um, big on her part. So there's some That's positives.
0: I thought, you know, <laughs> Zoom's stock probably rose a lot. You know. <laughs>
1: I have this. I have the stat. Hold on. In December of 2019, do you know how many people were using Zoom Uh, daily average in the world? There are about 10 million people in the world using Zoom daily, roughly. By March, 200 million. By April, 300 million a day.
0: I'm going to I'm going to sound stupid with this. Yeah, that's that's something I wish their their cloud or their, you know, whatever those technical things are. They must have been working overtime i don't know i'm sure they had to upgrade or god yeah. i don't know technology at all
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you know, nah, maybe I that's a resolution for you 2021 it, so, it's tech. Like, like,
0: if i don't understand the cloud by now, now i never will Good. So. <laughs> no one understands the cloud <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one does understand the cloud but you know the cloud has a cloud uh, I don't, which I, I, that even like Inception type choose, stuff here I choose, at this point. Like it's it, it blowing my mind. So,
0: uh, anyways, uh, yeah. connectivity, right? So, you know, reaching out to friends more. We started a freaking podcast because of this. I honestly don't know if we do this without, without COVID 19 yeah. because our lives just keep going and keep going and going and going. But, you know, you get to, you know, people finding hobbies and reading more books and watching shows and learning new skills and, you know, it, there was a lot of opportunity for those that were lucky to have the comfort to do that, to to do those things.
1: Yeah, you know, I definitely think it's it's definitely situational. You know, like you said, some some people were able to do it, some people weren't. Uh I will say probably for more people than not, you got to actually spend a little bit more time with your family, uh, which is awesome. You know, you talked about it with you and Kimberly. I you know, I used to travel four or five days out of the week. I uh, but pretty much worked it from home four or five days out of the week uh, once all this kind of started going so it was nice to be able to go I will say it was it was nice and weird uh so Jonah started kindergarten this year and started it virtually instead of you know having the traditional dropping him off its his first day of school at kindergarten and having all those, you know, emotional moments, and then It was just like, all right, buddy, we got you a desk, and, you know, the corner of the living room we will set you up, and there you go, and then he zooms in does all his classes, and it's like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, he does get to go back in 2021. They're taking two weeks off of the beginning of the year just for all the travel and everything, but everybody kind of Quarantine a little bit and then starting to go back and he'll go back two days of the week. So, you know, we'll get to kind of have that experience coming up here in just a, a few weeks of big man going to real school and like actually feeling like he's at school because he'll physically be in the school building. So that's kind of cool. It's one of those things we're really looking forward to, but also something that I'm super happy that we kind of were able to transition into it a little bit, probably easier than, than most people where you're just having to go cool turkey of all right, your kid's old enough. Now he's gone. Bye. And, uh, that's, that's it. That's it. So, you know, it'd be cool. It's fun. Uh, that was one of those things that's definitely with those silver linings, right? You know, and I used to think back, uh, you know, when I was getting out of the Navy, uh, you know, I, I did not end my Naval career the way that I was hoping, uh, may even still be in today if it wasn't for my shoulder injuries and all those surgeries and, and everything else. But my last surgery was one month, exactly 30 days after Jonah was born. And following that uh, was when they decided like, Hey, we're not going to be able to rehab it enough to where you can go out and serve. And, and so that's when they asked, you know, like, you know, medical retirement and that whole deal. Uh, And so I never had to get deployed after Jonah was born. I got to be there, which was, you know, really cool and and fun and and everything else for, uh, for him. So now his first year of kindergarten, I kind of get to do a similar track and trajectory with being able to be there for him. And, you know, I, I, I feel like at this point, when he finally goes off to college, he's probably just going to college in the basement. You know, he's gonna go to <laughs> an online school. He's, he's gonna get married in the backyard. You know, J- Jimmy Grimes will officiate. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get it all in. And this kid is just gonna ease into life with me being able to be there for everything. I know that won't really happen, but it's been nice. You gotta so let far. the kid
0: go out there and learn for himself. Corey, <laughs> you can't you can't shelter him his whole life. <laughs>
1: it hasn't been i've been trying i haven't been trying man it's just been, it's just the way it's worked out it's been crazy it's been crazy but i'm uh okay all right let me hit you let me hit you with this one because we're going to talk resolutions okay. but i want to go ahead and hit on one because it kind of ties into this quarantine has not been my friend from a oh. sense of i'm calling them the Quarant 20 i think i've put on probably about okay the 20 lbs from 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 quarantine Alright. So one of my resolutions is gonna to be to, you know, lose that, that corn twenty, uh get back to my fighting weight. But uh yeah, man, like that one that one that one has not been my friend. Food has been yes. so much it just easily available. I guess it yeah, being I'm a around
0: and that if it's there, that's I'm not, gonna eat it. That's not fun for me. Um You know, I I haven't really put on that weight. I will say the last couple of weeks I've been doing the valet thing again, like we've talked about. But uh, so that definitely helps. I think I've had two days off in like the last 20 or something. So uh, that, you know, just running around being physical all day has has not uh, has helped me stay thin. But yes, those first couple of weeks and months, I will say we learned how to cook a lot more. Which, you know, we just didn't do a lot of cooking because we're on the go all the time. Um, so, learning to cook was fun and we tried to keep it healthy, but, uh, but man, butter and garlic is a, is a killer. Butter tastes
1: too good. Butter is just too good. All of
0: the butter and all of the garlic. Um, so, your resolution is going to be to lose the LBs. Gotcha. That's
1: one of them. That's one of them, right? We'll get into the resolutions in a second. But that's definitely going to be one of them. But it Mm. wouldn't have even been one if it wasn't for 2020 and the pandemic and everything. I probably would have still been, you know, living my best life.
0: One of the last things that I saw that was kind of cool was I saw a lot of my friends looking in the mirror and saying, what do I really want to do? What do I really want to be? And then a lot of them did it, did that, you know, they, you know, firing, letting go of all those 50 people was tough, but there was a lot of people that kept that job because it was easy. They had it. It was cash every day. They didn't have to work or think about it or like, you know, it, it didn't take any courage to go do that job. You know, just an easy, easy job that you show up put on a smile and make your money and go home. And so it was kind of actually pretty cool to see people cut the cord. I mean, the, the cord was cut for them and they had to go out and figure it out. And I, I know a handful of people that went and found other jobs or started going back to school or sign up for this or that. So, you know, I, I had a lot of friends that took that long look in the mirror and, and cha- course corrected, you know, and I don't think they would have done that at least as soon as that, had there not been, you know, a forced separation there. So that was, that was kind of cool to see. Um, uh, and then, you know, me personally course correcting, uh, (laughs) my relationship. (laughs) So I was fully planning on getting engaged at the end of this year and, uh, COVID-19 decided that the bar exam was not going to be held in July. And, uh, they let us know about three weeks ahead of that and, Kimberly had already had time off. I don't know if I've told the story before. I don't think I have on here. So we already had some time off. Here we were going to sneak away to Asheville to come visit you guys, actually. I, w- we were, I was going to take the bar in Knoxville and then drive over to Asheville, yep. hang out yep. with you guys. And we were going to have this whole weekend. And so uh bar gets canceled. And I was like, well, Corey, we're not coming now. Bye. Um, no, I'm kidding. So bar gets moved slash canceled. We already had the time <laughs> off and we had been talking about visiting Kimberly's sister in Alaska. And I was like, well, of course I'm proposing in Alaska because that's what you do in Alaska uh, on top of a mountain. You propose, you propose to someone in front of a waterfall.
1: No one like can beat that like story. a
0: three mile hike on a mountain in Alaska. That's what you do
1: in a bus with the boys t-shirt.
0: I don't think we've like, I love that. Podcast. <laughs> that's I don't think we've ever really know, actually said that funny. their name on here before. <laughs> hey there it oh, is. whatever um, well, there you go hey so no free was, shout outs. okay now that we're here i gotta tell that story <laughs> so that was not planned we're going to alaska like i said so what do most people think alaska is ice cold it's it is july so it's the summertime but i'm still thinking it's going to be cold there so i brought all these jackets yeah it's alaska right we're going to be up on a mountain with grizzly alaska. bears and stuff so uh i brought all these jackets i didn't bring any like warm weather clothes the day we're gonna do this big hike and I'm gonna propose, uh, it was like 80 degrees. And so, all the only t shirt I had that was clean really was the bussing with the boys t shirt. <laughs> and so, I threw on the jacket and like the pants and the boots and everything for the hike, got the backpack ready. We start going up this hill and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating. So, I take off the jacket, throw it in the backpack. We get up like the first mile, I'm tr- like, the shirt is drenched. So I, for, I'm going to be honest for about a mile, I took my shirt off and just walked shirtless because it was <laughs> hot. And uh, yeah, thanks. So uh, we get wow. up there to do the thing. And I'm like, I can't be wearing a jacket. So I'm wearing a <laughs> bustle with the boys shirt. When I take a knee in front of this waterfall and propose, it was, it was great. It turned out really, really well, but uh, course correcting, course corrected my, my engagement and you know, it all worked out. Ended up passing the bar got engaged. And then, you know, sometimes I I guess COVID-19 just and the year in general, everything we've talked about this entire time has led Kimberly and I to getting to the point where we just, if we want to do something and it's going to make us happy, we're just not going to wait. We're not going to wait for for anyone or the right time or oh, we don't want to make people angry or, or, or whatnot. So we, uh, about two weeks ahead of Thanksgiving, maybe a week or so we were kind of just like tossing around the idea. Well, maybe we just, maybe we get uh, married on the beach. So, uh, you know, what kind of started off as like, haha, that would be funny. Turned into like, Hey, this is going to be really cool. And we're, we're just going to do this because we want to do it. So gave you a call. Uh, Funny story. Corey is a a licensed, uh, whatever that is in the state of Tennessee. (laughs) <laughs> officiant uh, I'm an
1: ordained minister
0: so call called him up and i am a reverend down in that area for christmas anyways ish he came down and married us on the beach and it was honestly fantastic you were almost late and it scared the shit out of me um
1: but no you joking said that you and kimberly don't wait for you, anybody but you were the did one wait person that, that we had, we, we
0: we had, had to um, um when, <laughs> <according> <laughs> rolls down the beach at like four fifth four forty six. like running down. The sun is setting in the background and we start doing, Oh, it's just, it was, I was honestly fantastic. So when I, when I think back to 2020, yes, it sucked. It was terrible. But for me, graduated law school, passed the bar, got engaged, got married. I mean, 2020 was hard, but I, we, we pushed back and 2021 should. Those are some positives. I'm going to knock on wood, but it should be better. I,
1: so I would say, you probably won 2020. Those are some yeah. positives.
0: Yeah, for all the negatives, there were some pretty, pretty amazing positives. Uh,
1: that, those, those are pretty great. Yeah, those are pretty great. But now we're leaving 2020. Bye. So Bye. I already hinted. I already hinted at one of my. Do you, well, Hold on. Before we get into resolutions, do y'all do anything? I mean, we've spent New Year's together a few times. Uh, but do, do you have you know a New Year's tradition or anything crazy? Y'all do? Do y'all stay up and watch the ball drop? Do you, I mean? We we've done. Get old.
0: old. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, we're getting older. So, uh, I've done the downtown Nashville thing once. I think Kimberly and I both did it once, like separately. You know, before we knew each other, it's fun. And obviously, they're not doing it this year, but um, it is intense (laughs) and expensive. Like camping. It's intense and expensive and all the above. It's your shoulder to shoulder. You know, there's a there's covers at all the bars, which there never are covers to get anywhere. So it gets really expensive really fast. I mean, there were stories about Ubers costing $150 to get home, like, 15 Oof. miles. You know what I'm saying? Like, because of the surge and everything. So, uh, you know, again, we're riding off this year. Both of us are working. So we're not going to do anything. I'm actually working both days. Um, probably going to watch the Alabama game on Friday. That's, that's definitely happening. Um, roll Tide. There it is. Roll Tide. Um, but, no, uh, you know, I think we, it was so funny. After we did the Christmas pod, Kimberly listened to it, and we had a long discussion about what we wanted our traditions to be.
1: So <laughs> I think
0: we're hanging up. We're hanging everything up for this year. But I think next year we've decided we're going to try to start implementing traditions as we, like, build our family. You know, I think uh, kids will be on the horizon for us, you know, uh, probably 2022. We'll see. I don't know. Hey, oh. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um. Listen, so
1: two two in Nashville is just a good number. Yes. Oh, you know. That's, hey, that's all I'm saying That's a great. King Henry. Point two two in Nashville. It's just a good number. Oh man, how
0: could we set this up to where two 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 two? What what a birthday that would be.
1: <laughs> two two be two amazing. two.
0: Oh man. All right. So let's.
1: And if that happens, you're required to name it Derek or Henry. what, a, what like, it has to be in his name. So it's a King Santos.
0: That's that too much? Boom. Henry 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 <laughs> Santos. Ooh. Uh ooh, that's not terrible.
1: <laughs> we'll play with this later.
0: Eric Santos. I'm thinking <laughs> this out. This I'm thinking this out, but we'll we'll get back to that. <laughs> uh where were we what were we even talking about? Um
1: uh you were having kids in 2022, trad- traditions,
0: traditions. So Tradition, yes. Yeah. We're we we do not have any New Year's Day traditions. I think back home we used to do like a prime rib. Like my dad would cook a big new year's day meal. Uh, it would just watch football and, 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 you know, hang out. I don't, um, d- nothing specific. Did you guys have anything?
1: Uh, not really. Uh, like, you know, we're down here this year. My mom's like, Oh, I got the black eyed peas. I'm like, we've never done the black eyed peas thing. You know, I like, the good luck. I'm like, what, what are we doing? This is not a of thing. I don't even like peas. What are you doing? I think black eyed peas taste like garbage. Hey, you want to know a hotter take? All beans are garbage. Okay, all right. I yeah, I went I there. Like, all I of like, I like some, all of them. Oh, green beans, yeah, man! I will run. crush green beans are terrible. Green beans, green, green beans are leprechauns' shit. All right, that's all that is. A, they're <laughs> terrible. All right. Uh, so anyway, wow. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was talking about. Wow, anyway. got me, got me off. Let's we were talking, talking about beans.
0: resolutions. We're leaving 2021, uh, 2020 behind yeah. us.
1: No, I want to tell one New Year story. Okay. One new year's story i've got several from us but i'm just going to tell one. oh God so this was this is revolve around football. This was rolled around you know when they were doing the new year six right this, and it was uh, it, at that time it was New year's this Eve. this is a great story <laughs> it was new year's Eve, and so we show up Ugh. and uh, i w- I won't go into the all the tomfoolery of the evening. But I will. Uh, we were playing I will. Okay, go for so, it. You got. So this
0: is this is the first time they decided to do the playoffs. I think it might have been the first playoffs ever. And yeah, Michigan State. Yeah. And so we're you guys came, you and Katie came to Huntsville and we watched the game together and my mom made red cherry jello shots. And I mean not a few of them, a lot of them she made a lot of jello shots it was gonna be like fun party favors hand them out so they're in these little cups right and you know you got to use your finger to get them out well all of the food coloring ended up on all of our fingers so we have a very famous picture which now that i'm thinking about it could go online of us putting all of our fingers together and there's there's they're all (laughs) they're all super red it's just it was so that's how our night began i'm assuming you're getting to how it ended
1: Yeah, well, we lost a couple people downtown is how it ended. But before we get to there, yeah, um, so we we go downtown after the game. We won. We're having a good time. Um, You know, we're finally of age in Huntsville. So we've talked kind of about being able to go out in Huntsville as of age and it being just way more fun than when you're growing up. So we're going out. We're hitting a few of the different bars and going around. And and we get to this one place before midnight. And I, I don't really know how or why they let us but they let us up into like the VIP area. I don't know if somebody said something to them. I, I don't know. I I, 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 to this day, it's a mystery to me how we got there.
0: Okay. So and let me, let me, clear up do that you know how? let me clear up that mystery. It's not a VIP area. I don't think <laughs> This we were the only ones up there. I'm pretty sure this is Jefferson's downtown. I'm pretty sure this is what this is. And there's a little area upstairs where there's like cornhole boards and little like tables up there.
1: Are we thinking about the same place? No, we're not because there were not cornhole. Bull- there, there, it was. It was like a small balcony. Yep, you're good now.
0: See, I don't, I don't remember cornholes.
1: How about now? Anything better now? All right. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It definitely was no cornhole up there. I mean, it was. This was thing was maybe three or four feet wide. It was just a balcony yep. basically overlooking. It was that's basically it. right over the yep, ball. That's it. That was down below and then all the people down there, right? Like, So it was incredible. But yes, there, you were yep, right. There were probably yep. three or four really small bistro tables up there. And I guess we had enough with our party where yes. we just took that's up that whole area. And in my mind, that meant we were the VIPs. But it also was my mind because – probably 15 minutes before midnight, they came out and placed bottles of yeah. champagne yep. on all of those tables. And it's just us up there. And I, I didn't pay for that. I don't, I, you know, I pay nope. for a lot of random things when we're out and doing stupid stuff, but I didn't pay for that. And I, so midnight, we're getting closer and, 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 you know, we've had a few jello shots. We've had a few other adult beverages. And, uh, uh so one of those things kind of gets popped a little early and I did spray your brother, down like literally drenched him in champagne while we're standing up there because i thought it was just like shaking it up and just spraying it dude we just won an nba championship all right like that is that is the level i was on that night and then midnight hits and you know hey we have champagne that was the dumbest mistake Uh, that people ever did was give us 200 bottles of champagne (laughs) at least at least 200 at least 200 people so what do we do Nashley popping corks and we're spraying the crowd from upstairs. It we lasted maybe 10 more minutes and we're asked to leave. It didn't last long, but we had a great time <laughs> at New Year's. And then yeah, we lost Cody and Brad and uh, I mean like I don't even know how people got home with random Ubers and stuff. But it was, that was it was, that a was a crazy, that really was one fun of the most super non memorable New Year's nights
0: uh that I remember with you. That was that was an absolute blast because we had won the game we were we were just all jacked up and uh and yes we were we were just of age i think probably 22 23 something like that if i remember correctly but uh that was a great great night and you've already told you've already told the story about you getting pulled over on new year's eve
1: yes with, it was uh,
0: with the champagne in the back uh that was that was not yeah. as fun as this night uh but uh, yeah. still memorable
1: there was there was the morning. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was one of those. It was had to be worn in high school. Uh, of waking up the next morning in, in your room and just looking over each other, and then you looked at me and you checked <laughs> your phone, and you're like, "I've got a message for myself." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I said, okay." And you looked at me and you said, "I don't know what it means. <laughs> it just says why Clef John is the shit." <laughs> It's like okay, yeah, I don't know what to oh, do, but it sounds man. great. I
0: forgot. <laughs> uh, I forgot about
1: that. We've usually had we some must, fun. We interviews. must
0: have been watching some music video or something the night before, and yes. I texted myself to remind me to like look at it in the morning. Or maybe you did it, or maybe you did it for my
1: phone, or someone else did. I don't know. Also, very possible. Um, Fast cars was the name of the song. It just pops back in my head if you yeah. haven't heard. It, haven't heard it in a long time. It is legitimate. You should go <sighs> look it up. Fantastic song. I think Akon's in it too. But whatever. Not not important. Not important. All right. So some some New Year's stories that were fun. Uh now we're starting 2021. Let's 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 get through what are what are some of the resolutions. I've done and, I've and done and resolutions. Do you normally before, set resolutions?
0: Like no cokes, you know, like no sodas and, and uh stuff like that. I know dry January is a pretty popular one out there. You know, I, I, haven't really done a ton, I think because, or at least in the last couple of years, cause I've just had, I've had just built in goals, you know, <laughs> Sur- survive school, <laughs> you know, um, past of yeah. so I haven't really thought <laughs> much about, about those, you know, resolutions or things too much, you know, honestly, after this podcast, I may take the day with Kimberly to just talk about things that we want to do. I know one of our big goals is just to get debt free. I don't know if that's actually doable this year, um, but we're going to we're taking wholesale changes in the way that we we spend. And, you know, we just got a joint bank account uh, last week together. And so we're we're going to really focus in on on getting debt free, uh, paying off some credit card debt, finding a legal job and 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 uh, getting debt free. And, you know, all of those things are kind of our goals. I don't know if it's necessarily resolution Um you know, I don't know, I've just been on this grind for so long, but it sounds like you've got one or a couple. Right. Well, I feel
1: like a resolution is more like of a, a change, right? Like it's it's kind of a lifestyle change or something for a set amount of time. You mentioned drive January. So I you know, I hit on the corn twenty, right? Like that's oof. I've got a, you know, I did I did really well for a while. Like I got, you know, a bike at the house and used to do about twenty miles every morning and I was doing that for six, eight months for a good while. And then just, you know, life happened and that went away and I have not been able to get myself back motivated to do that. So I think that's one of those things I'm going to do, try to eat better. Right. I've, uh, you know, I'm one of those people I'll watch those Netflix documentaries and then give up, you know, like meat for (laughs) a month and a half until I really want bacon again. But, Yeah, you know, so I'm sure I'll probably do something like that, you know, be pescatarian or or something uh, for a little while just to try to, you know, help shed some of the LBs, Um, you know. So one of the things and, and, you know, it may sound a little corny, but uh, I want to try to start doing this and getting this early into this year because 2022 is the year that I'll officially be running for public office. So the way that I'm approaching 2021 is to live every day as if I'm already running. Right. So, you know, just kind of keep myself in check and, and make sure I'm, you know, thinking before I act or say or, or do anything crazy. But, you know, that's going to be one of my bigger ones is just treat every day like I'm already running and, uh, you know, try to keep myself, you know, accountable. You, to, you don't to, do to anything me and crazy. Now. Else that I, hope
0: <laughs> I was going to say. You, 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 you're, you're very not low, now, not low now. Low. I'm a lot better. So than I used to that. Be. that should be, that should be easy. Um, I think about resolutions in general to, you you just said, you said it best. It's usually a change. It's like a change in behavior. Like I'm not going to smoke anymore. I'm not going to drink anymore. Like I feel like those are the two big ones, um, that you hear all the time or eating, you know, that's a, that's another big one losing weight. <clears throat> I really, it, it, it's not bad. If that's what people, if that's what someone needs to change, great. I am all on board for that. Um, part of me is pessimistic on this idea and thinks, you know, why wait until January one to do that? You know, coming back to the whole, you know, uh, 2020 thing, it's kind of like, um, I, I've had this background on my phone for since 2016. Uh, and it just, you know, it's nothing and and I've just kind of lived with that for a while and I, it's been my it's never changed in four years it's never changed and I kept saying like I'm gonna get to I'll finish law school and then I'll, and then I'll change it to whatever I want to and I was like well I'll pass the bar and then I'll, I'll finish and I'll change it to whatever I want to honestly I don't know if it's ever gonna change because every single step along the way and it just reminds me to do the hard thing and it'll pay off and it'll be worth having and you know Again, this kind of ties into it. Resolutions are great if that's what you need, but don't fizzle out. It's like, just see it through. It may not be easy. It may be hard, but it'll be worth it. You know, if you if you kind of see it through at the end of the day. And then uh, I guess my second thing would just be don't wait. No, there's no point in waiting. If you want, if you if you know that there's something a change that you need to make for your betterment, do it today. Start tomorrow. You know, that's kind of my my two cents. I'm off the soapbox uh, continue with your podcast, Corey.
1: <laughs> no, listen, Hey, it's usually me going on those type of things. So it's nice having you do it for a church. Doug, Do you want to hear the, uh, the random stat? Uh, it's 85 to 90%. The exact number is, I can't remember, but it's right in that range. 85 to 90% of it's, people will admit that, that, that does not surprise me at not. again.
0: It's just, it's like a fad. It's like a, it's a, a fake reason to, to, to try something new.
1: You know, no, for sure. Um, all right. Well, so we've done resolutions. Now the outlook in general on on twenty twenty one and to button this thing up. How you How you feeling, man? You 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 hit on a couple things. Twenty twenty one should look a little bit better. Yeah. You're You're You're, you're starting. You're setting the bar. You know, I'm off of I'm cautiously now optimistic. How you have ended this year?
0: I I'm I'm torn. So for me personally, I'm very optimistic. I've worked very hard to get to this point and I know I I have more work to do, but I'm pretty excited about getting to work and uh, beginning my career as a lawyer. That's pretty exciting. And personally, you know, being, being married and having fun and, you know, living the married life just us for a little while and then, you know, setting up a life, like starting to build a family. Those things are exciting as a country and as a society and uh from a global perspective, I'm pretty, pretty concerned. (laughs) I'm, 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 I'm a little worried. I feel like as a country, we seem Mm -hmm. to be a little off track. Um, I I really, I I, I don't want to keep coming back to the social media and the news stuff, but that issue to me seems like the most important pressing issue that we have as a globe. Like if we can't figure out how to agree on things and get news that's un- filtered and all that stuff. If we can't figure that stuff out, then I feel like we're just going to continue to have people setting up bombs on Christmas Day in downtown cities because they believe internet conspiracies, you know. Um, We're going to have people that show up at pizza shops and with AKs to, you know, uh, you know, expose pedophilia rings and stuff. Like, if we Can't figure that out, we're going to continue to have this divisiveness, violence, the, uh, you know, just all of the negative that comes with that. So I'm a little concerned. I think, you know, I have never really talked politics for myself, but that is one cause that I could see myself really rallying behind and pushing. I've never been a cause person, you know, I've never been someone to be like, all right, we've got to do this and yell. But, like, this is one of those things, if we don't, then our society's going to crumble. And so it's kind of a big deal. So that's a long-winded answer on how I feel about 2021, but we need to make some changes in the country, and we don't need to wait.
1: I love it. I couldn't have said it better myself. And what's crazy to me is that we just got through, you know, nearly done with this pod, and we didn't even mention all the – the calls yeah. and change actions and rallies and protests and riots and and everything else that went on in 2020, you know, with with all the different things, um, you know, from from Black Lives Matter to, to uh, climate change to uh, equality to you know uh, criminal justice reform, like there there were a million things that that kind of popped up in, in 2020 and got a lot of uh, of headlines and a lot of uh, people really getting involved and engaged. And to be, you know, cautiously optimistic, as, as you may kind of put it, uh, I think because of those things that we were able to kind of get started, uh, I, I think we're going to see some more change action. You know, some some more change where we're going to stop this downward spiral that I think we've been on for for quite a while, and, and start, you know, climbing our way out of the hole. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I, what I, I sent my team this the other day, and you know, a lot of people are looking at twenty twenty one as uh, you know, just optimistic recovery, you know, it's kind of the, the phrase I've heard a little bit uh, thrown around, but as much as I hope it is and think it will be and, and, and everything else, I, uh, I, I want to look at it a little differently. I want to look at it as it being our time. I think it's finally our time. We finally have people who are willing to stand up and voice their opinions, fight for what they believe in, and, and really have started to garner that attention uh, to, to drive change and i think to to your point we're never going to get anywhere uh, without you know getting some change and and moving forward and i think we finally have had struck that nerve uh, 2020 has finally pushed everybody over the limit and and kind of been that breaking point to, to to get people to act to get people to want to enact change and i think that that's incredibly exciting to me and maybe it's not 2021 that it gets there you know 2222 two, two, two just seems like a, i guess the the greatest date of all time so uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And maybe by then, you know, we'll have a, a little King Santos and uh, you know, some, some good change in the way. I, I we, you know, I, it's hard it's to, funny how I don't we, know what else could beat that.
0: We kind of voice our opinions on this pod. I mean, it's, it is our opinion, but it's, it's interesting how we ha- kind of have a similar narrative. We're not doing this on purpose. Like there's no outline for, for how we feel on this stuff, but you hear it with the ripple and the, the wave and, and the change. And I could not say that more, you know, we're in our 30s we're in our 30s now and it's it's time for people like us who are you know educated smart you know logical reasonable people kind you know it's time for people like that to prevail and to to step up and, and to start you know making that change and so I guess for, I guess we're both saying this but if you're out there and you you're one of those people it's time to time to stand up Go to work. Don't wait. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty's lesson. Don't, Don't wait. wait. Thank you so much for continuing to tune in. We've released 11 episodes and a few bonus pods since we started this passion project back in the fall, and we've reached over 500 listens. It's a small start, but it's definitely more than Corey and I could have ever imagined. We can't wait to hit the ground running in 2021, including improved audio and the addition of guests and experts. Happy New Year from both of us here at Talkin' BS. As a reminder, you can interact with us on Twitter at Talkin underscore B underscore S. And you can, of course, find us on all major podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. This has been another episode of Talkin BS.